Welcome to the Church of Philadelphia podcast. Get ready for this message to ignite your faith as the power and love of God is shared through his word. So let's go ahead and go on into it. Amen. Let's go to Genesis chapter 13. I'll be reading for you verses 1 through 7. Then I skip over to 14 and 15. Amen. All right. Genesis chapter 13, verses 1 through 7. And then I'll be reading verses also 14 and 15. Amen. When you got it, say, I got it. <clears throat> Amen. Genesis chapter 13, verses 1 through 7. And then we're going to do verses 14 and 15 as well. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. So the word of the Lord reads, it says, And Abram went up to Egypt, he and his wife, and all that he had, and lot with him, into the south. And Abram was very rich in cattle and silver and in gold. And he went as his journeys from south even to Bethel, unto the place where, he, where his tent had been at the beginning between Bethel and Hai, unto the place of the altar which he had made there at the first. And there Abram called on the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And Lot also, which was with Abram, had flocks and herds and tents. And the lamb was not able to bear them, that it might dwell together. For the substance was great, so that they could not dwell together. And there was a strife between the herdmen of at, at, I'm sorry, Abram's cattle and the herdmen of Lot's cattle. And the Canaanite and the Presonites dwelled there in the land. And go on to verse 14. And it says, And the Lord said unto Abram, At the lot was separated from him, Lift up thine eyes and look from the place where thou art northward, southward, eastward, and westward. For all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed forever. Amen. Amen. If I had to give you a topic on today, my topic is. I can see it now. Amen. Come on. Somebody say, I can see it now. I can, I can see it now. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There's some things that I could not see before. God is allowing me to see it now. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I can't see it now. So we thank God as we're in this last sermon series of, of the faces of deliverance that God has been talking to us about deliverance. Amen. We started off the beginning of the year. We talked about prayer. We talked about praise. We talked about worship. And now we're at the place of deliverance. Amen. So now it all is coming to an end. Amen. Where God has allowed us to see some things in our life. Anybody me, I done seen some stuff, amen, this year about myself. I done seen stuff about other people. I seen stuff about my past. I seen stuff about my future. Come on, somebody say, God, I can see it real clear now. Come on, hallelujah. Glory to God, hallelujah. I know it's some more things that we're looking to see and we want God to reveal to us, but just say it anyway. Say, God, I can see it now. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So come on, let's go into the word. Amen. I'm excited about the word. So look at this. It, it, we, we're here and we're talking about Abram. Amen. And so God, God was did, God spoke to Abram in, in chapter 12. And he told him, he said, get out of the land. He said, go into, he said, get out of that country that can, he said, among your kindred and your, your father's house. He said, I need you to leave this place. 
I need you to leave. Oh, Lord. <clears throat> he told him, he said, it's time to go. Somebody say it's time to go, Lord. It's time to go, time to go, time to go. Amen. Hallelujah. It, it, he, he was at a place where God told him, it is time for you to leave. Amen. And I think we don't even realize that this was Abram's inheritance. Like back, back then, where you live and where you from, it spoke to who you are right? Who your family is. It spoke so much about who you were. If you were canonized, you were, you know, you, 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 the part of the children of Israel, it was wherever you was from, you know, and so his family, he was among his family, his father's house. So his father passed down things. I know, you know, where the world we live in right now, it's hard to pass down things. You know, it's, it's hard, Lord. We like, Lord, I want to pass down something to my children, Lord. I, that, that's the goal, amen, because that's what God promised us, amen. He said it will be inheritance for our children's children, children, amen. So we're believing that God will bless us to a point where we'll be able to pass down things. We'll be able to pass down land and houses and different things, you know, businesses to our children, and also pass down wisdom and the word and prayer and all those things. We're wanting to, we, God promised us that we'll be able to pass those things down to our children's children's children. And so here comes Abram. He's, he's, he's in a place where he's comfortable. And the Lord told him to get out. My God, hallelujah. Say he was settled. Come on, come on. Y'all know what I'm saying. When you're in a safe place and God say, okay, now it's time to get up. Lord, I'm settled. My legs is crossed. You know how when you get real settled? I know y'all watch TV or something. You don't cross your legs and you're wiggling your toes and you're eating popcorn. And, you know, that, that's a good old settled place. You know, you know, you don't even want nobody to ask you to hand you nothing. Y'all ever got real settled like that? You didn't even want to reach over and grab the remote. you like, that's why you got kids. And the children, that's why your parents call you in the room. <laughs> Come in here and get this remote. They're like, the remote right there. The mom right there. You like, I, like, I can't eat. I don't even want to reach over. I'm so settled. Come on, somebody. Come on. Amen. I love to get real settled in. Amen. And that's when we get in our life. We get so settled in that we don't even want to reach over. We don't even want to move out of the spot that we're in. Come on. Because we're so settled. But the Lord came and he said, uh-uh, Abraham, I know you settled here, but I need you to get up. I need you to go somewhere else. Oh, my goodness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. I, I printed out some sheets. Can I get one? I'm sorry. I gave y'all all the sheets. Amen. That I had. I need to keep one. Amen. I, I printed out sheets because y'all know we do it online and we have our scriptures and stuff online. But when we're in the building, we're working on getting in the building so you can see what they have online as well. But until then, I was like, well, we'll kind of print something out for you so you can see at least the scriptures. So I do want to I want you to look at even the scriptures that I gave you guys at the beginning of this month, uh, which was James 4 and 7 and Ephesians 4 and 27. And it says, submit yourselves, therefore, to God, resist the devil and he will flee. So we're talking about the place of deliverance. It says, submit yourselves to God. You know, submit therefore to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. And I don't want to leave from this because I, I was studying this morning. God said, keep taking them back to those same scriptures um, and just going even to that place of submission. 
Submission is a yielding to accept a su superior force or an authority or a will of another person. So when you begin to submit yourself, that's a place of yielding and a place of accepting. Amen. And so when we submit ourselves to God, we are we are yielding ourselves and we're also accepting. My, my apostle used to always say it's almost like you walk, it's raining and you're walking with someone with an umbrella. Right. And so if that person is holding an umbrella, you got to kind of yield to go where they're going. Right. Because if you don't, you're going to be outside of that umbrella. You're going to get rained on. So you're like, wherever you go, you ever had to walk with something? I don't like walking with people with an umbrella because, you know, especially my daughter. I'm like, I, you walking too slow. Come on. You know, I'm holding the umbrella. You need to keep up. Come on. Glory to God. I didn't go that way. I'm going this way. And so when you're walking up under a place of submission, it's wherever you, however you're moving, God. If you're moving fast, I'm going. If you're slowing down, I'm slowing down. God, if we going right, we going left. Wherever we going, I have to accept where you're going. Come on, glory to God. I just don't yield and get in. I also got to follow as you're going. Y'all got that? So when God is saying a place of submission, it's that we have to yield and we have to accept the will of God for our lives. We have to accept Whoever in that place of authority, we bring ourselves subject to that. And so that's what God is telling us through this place of deliverance is that you will never be delivered until you submit. You will never be delivered until you submit. Because we can pray, we can do all these things. <laughs> You know, what would a guy say about fasting the other day? I say, yeah, we do need to fast. But after you fast, I got to change. Because you can fast and still don't make the changes. Come on, glory to God. You can pray every day and you still don't make the changes. Come on. You still don't yield yourself to God and say, God, I'm going to yield myself every single day so that I can be delivered. Amen. That's hard. That's hard stuff. Amen. That's why I'm going to keep saying it every time. Amen. I get up here. Hallelujah. Thank God, I would keep saying it every time because, you know, you're like, well, that, I don't know what that means. I'm going to keep saying it every time until you know what it means. Then somebody going to jump up and say, I got it. Hallelujah. They go, you go get it. Amen. Hallelujah. So I, I just wanted to make sure I go back and give that. So, we, so we're here. And so we're talking about Abraham, Abram, actually at the time, the, the scripture calls him Abraham. He, he didn't have a name change yet. You know, it was still Abram and Sarah. They didn't actually do get their name changed because God is going to change their names and they're going to be Abraham and Sarah. So please forgive me if I, you know, I'm trying to keep going back to Abram, you know, because he had the name change yet in this part of his life, you know? And so it's a time in our life. God will change our names. God will change who we are. God will change. And God, when God does the change, she said, everything about you got to change right along with it. Amen. Everything got to change when I change your name. And so at this point, Abram wasn't changed. His name was, uh, uh, was still Abram, not Abraham. And so here in the word, it talks about how the Lord told him to get up from that place. And when God told him to go, it says in verse four, in chapter 12, it talks about how Lot went with him. And so I want you to look at this. He not only took his wife, Sarah, but he took Lot, which was his 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 brother's son. But God didn't tell him at the time to take him. It says that Lot went with him. 
he took his wife, but Lot went with him. It's almost like Lot was like, I'm coming with you. You ever had somebody jump in and you didn't really want them to be with you, right? You didn't want them to go, but they like, I'm coming with you. You're like, all right, then, fine. You know, like you, you're not really, that wasn't really what you had wanted. You know, so Lot came along. He went along with Abram, right? He jumped in on it. But it wasn't that God had told him to take him. So he took Lot with him. Because sometimes we go along with things that, you know, we just come on, let's come on, let's just go, you know. Because we all done went along with the that we know we shouldn't have did. Some of y'all went along with some stuff no one right. Oh, Lord. I had a friend the other day tell me, yeah, yeah, I, I did this. I, I didn't say nothing. And I said, at the end, I said, no, you know that wasn't right. I said, I can't go along with that. I can't tell you you right when I know you wasn't right. That wasn't right, you know? And so, because I done learned the hard way. Stop just going along with people. And you know that's wrong. Somebody say, God, help me today, Lord. Help me, help me, help me, help me. But you know, a lot of times we, we go, we don't want people to be mad. We don't want to upset them. But do you love them enough for them to get right? I done got mad at a lot of people, right? But I still love them to this day. I was just mad at them. <laughs> so they told me something I didn't want to hear. But it's okay. So what happened is that he took Lot along with him. He took him along with him. And so that was some, that was questionable decisions. Come on, glory to God. And so what he did is that as, as he went on, he came into Canaan, he came into the place, God told him to build an altar. He did that. And then you stay with me a little bit, y'all. I just want to take y'all through it a little bit. So he did that. And then after he did that, he was headed to, he said, it says he left. It was a famine. And then he went to Egypt. So at this point, Abraham, Abraham has made a decision. Right. He's made all kind of he made a couple of decisions. Right. He made this decision that he was going to go to Egypt, the Egypt, because Sarah was so pretty. It says that she was beautiful to look at. He passed her off as his sister. And gave her to Pharaoh. Y'all, y'all ain't know how this stuff was going on in the words. See, y'all, y'all ain't like the word. Y'all, y'all like friend. Y'all ain't even know as the world turned, ain't got nothing on this. Come on, glory to God. You know, love and hip hop ain't got nothing on this. Come on, glory to God. There's a lot of stuff that's going on in this world. Come on. What he did is he passed his wife off as his sister. So Pharaoh can give him money. Oh, Lord. Some of y'all talk, I never do it. I never do it. Okay. Let somebody come and say, I give you a million dollars for your wife. You talking about, uh, wait a minute. Let me think. Come on. He was, he was. Y'all got quiet on me right there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I can sell my mama. I don't know. Maybe my brother. <laughs> Maybe my brother for a million dollars. 
don't think I can do my mom stuff. But I like it. Say, I like it. You're my brother. I might say I'm a brother. Oh, come on, y'all know what I'm saying. Some some questionable decisions. Come on, hallelujah. Glory to God. But basically, that's what he did. He he gave his wife up. Because Pharaoh gave him all these riches. Yeah, he did. He lied, y'all. He was he was manipulating, being deceptive. Man of God. God had just talked to him. Came out of talking to God and was still being deceptive. He came out of talking to God and lied. He come out of talking. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Ooh, Lord have mercy, God. So what he did, he did. And then what he did is he passed her off. And then, you know, I love it because Pharaoh was so clean. He was like, wait a minute. Pharaoh was like, something ain't right. And Pharaoh was like, well, something ain't right. What's going on here? What, did what are y'all doing? Because he started, God, he had a plague. His stuff started getting real funny. And then they had to come clean. And Pharaoh said, get her and y'all and whatever I gave you, the riches I gave you, all of y'all get out of here. <laughs> Pharaoh said, you take your wife, you take that stuff, and all of y'all go. He was like, everybody get out of here. You know, I said, Lord, at least Pharaoh was keen enough to know that something was not right in his household. But child, we should know when something is off. See, one thing I learned that even you can connect with certain things some of y'all take down a whole company because you ain't supposed to be there. Uh-oh. The whole job go bankrupt. The people are, what's going on in here? Something's off. Who is here? What's going on? Come on. A whole, come on. And the whole thing is shut down because you there, you ain't supposed to be there. Woo! You done bankrupt the whole company. Some of y'all could destroy a whole person's life because you in there and you ain't supposed to be there. Uh-oh. <laughs> you ain't supposed to be there. Oh, that's good all around the room right there. We, we can stay in something, amen, we're not supposed to stay in. Some of y'all like, Lord, let me get off these people's job, Lord, and be where I'm supposed to be, where I'm supposed to be at the time that I'm supposed to be there, Lord. Come on, some of y'all stay in apartment complex, the people going through. Come on, they talking about we're going to shut the place down. you like, why are they shutting the place down? Because you there and you ain't supposed to be there. Oh, don't take them have to shut the whole place down for you to move. Mr. Marco got a testimony, he know. Don't let them have to shut it all down. Just so you can move and be where you're supposed to be. So you can go back to school like you're supposed to. So you can start the business like you're supposed to. So that you can trust God for your next move in your life supposed to be. You don't want to shut people down because of you. I'm going to raise my hand, Lord. I know I have to be God. Hallelujah. Pharaoh said, what? He said, wait a minute. He said, I don't know what y'all doing. <laughs> then they had to tell the truth. And, and Pharaoh said, no, get out of here. This is, this is not right. This is not my wife. This is not my woman. He didn't marry her. 
But he sure took her in, though. Y'all hear what I'm saying? <laughs> God wouldn't even let him marry her. Oh, I'm about to get on the singles a little bit. Y'all like me when I get on y'all because God wouldn't even let you wouldn't even let her marry her. I had loved he so much. You don't understand, Pastor. I had loved him so much. I can't get over him. God didn't want you to marry him. Oh, God didn't, let, God didn't want you to marry him. Come on, hallelujah. God said, get him out of here because that wasn't, that wasn't what I want. You should have hit me a key or something over there because that got them real good right there. That's why. Come on, because it wasn't for you. God didn't want you to marry her because it wasn't for you. He done took Sarah in. He ain't married her. I got some. Mm -mm. That Abram's wife. That don't belong to you. I'm moving on in the scriptures, Lord. I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna. I got back up. Miss Marco got my back over here. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. <laughs> the Lord is for that today. Hey, hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so look at this. So what happened is that Abram went out. He went up out of Egypt, he and his wife and all that he had and lot with him unto the south. So into the south. So what happened is that Abram, he, he, he collected everything he had. He took his wife and they all came up out of Egypt. Amen. He took he took what was given to him. And I say, God, you know, what is so awesome is that you will still allow Abram to come up out of that place blessed. He came out and I said, God, you can, I can only imagine what they all was feeling at this time. See, if I was Abram, I would have been running out of this place because somehow I got away with that. And I still came away with my wife and I still came away with my riches. I would have been running out of that place. So what happened is that the Lord allowed Abram to grow up. Somebody say grow up, grow up, grow up, grow up. This was a place that Abram began to grow up. Because leading into this, he was making all kinds of decisions. It didn't mean that he didn't know God. He was just making a lot of wrong decisions. Anybody know what I'm saying? Come on. You, you can know God and, and, and you being an adult. Because he had to be an adult for God to tell him it's time for him to go. He had a wife. Right? He had a wife, but he was not making good decisions. But at some point, he had to grow up. And what God was showing me, he said, as he was coming out of this place, it wasn't even about him going into the next place. It was about him coming out of this place. It says he came out of Egypt. When he came out of Egypt, he came out. And God said at this time he had, he had, he, he had to mature. Come on, he, he, he had to begin to walk out the word of God. It had to be some type of change in his life. He grew up. Can I tell y'all something? Yeah, we got to grow up. 
I put the scripture there. Amen. Somebody should have clapped. Amen. First Corinthians 13 and 11 says, when I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. When I was a child, what I speak as a child and my understanding was as a child. My thought patterns was as a child. But when I became a man, when I became a man, I had to put away those childish things. Hallelujah. See, people think when you become a man of like of age, then that's all it takes. My man now. I'm grown now. I'm 21 plus now. Uh-oh. But when you become a man, what does scripture say? You got to put away. Come on, hallelujah. That means you can be a grown person. Amen. You can be and still have childish ways. Oh, I wish y'all caught that today. Amen. I pray that y'all caught that one today. Come on. Hallelujah. That means you can be on your own and still not, not, not grown. You're not making grown decisions. You're still doing childish things. You can be a husband, a wife, and still doing childish things. Oh, Lord. It got to be a place of change. Come on, say, I got to grow up. I Come on. You ever seen a child that, that, that don't want to walk? Like, a, uh, you know, but you know they know how to walk, but they decide to crawl all the time. Like, get up on your feet and walk. You ever seen a baby walk a couple of steps and then just decide to sit down? Why? Because they like, I still want to go to the childish things. I still want to go back to crawling in, you know. I don't, I don't want to really grow up. My God. Because some of them declare that they're not going to grow up. They done declared in themselves, they just not going to do it. They just not going to change. They just not going to, they not going to handle things differently. They, they declare that when I get mad, I'm still act the same way. Come on, when, when I get sad, I'm going to act the same way. When I approach relationships, I'm going to just be the same way. Come on. But it takes us to say, God, I am, I'm going I'm to grow up. That's not popular. It's good anyway. Come on. Hallelujah. Look at this. You got to begin. Some people would just settle in childish ways. But at this point in, in Abram's life, he came out of Egypt, came out a different man. He came out a different man. Come on, we're going to see it throughout the word. He came out of Egypt different. He came out, come on, glory to God, saying, God, you know what? I got to see this thing different because you graced me to get out of Egypt. God graced us to get out of things of our past. He graced us to not die in that place. He graced you. Come on. Hallelujah. He graced you to get out of that stuff, out of poverty, out of those places of your life. God graced you to get out. But once you come out, God is saying now 
Come on, somebody say, God, God, I, I'm coming out of this place. Come on, glory to God. I, I'm just going to come out of this place, God. And I'm going to come out and I'm growing up, God. I'm making the good, I'm making decisions in God. I'm growing up. Come on, hallelujah. I'm not going to lean on people no more. I'm not going to make excuses for myself no more. Come on, hallelujah. I'm not going to keep acting out like I was before. Hallelujah. I feel y'all trying to push me, but I'm going to stay right there, man, because pe people in your life tired of you throwing tantrums and you grown. Come on. Hallelujah. They, they, they tired of you throwing tantrums and throwing yourself on the floor and acting all kind of ways. Come on. Hallelujah. Got tired of seeing you acting like that and showing out and cutting up. Oh, I got you today, baby. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay with you. Come on. Hallelujah. Got tired of you having a bad attitude and rolling your eyes. Come on. Hallelujah. I'm going to stay on you today because God is ready for you to grow up. You getting attitudes and not talking to people. That's childish. Oh, Lord. I wish I could walk down the stairs. Walk. I wish I could walk on some stairs this morning. I'm talking about God is you, you, you still not talking to people because you mad. They're like, hello, you there? Mouth sealed so tight. Oh, mouth sealed so tight. Come on, you can't even get a mumbling word out of it. I'm in your house today. We have to put away childish things. We got to grow up. When you not, when you still doing child this way, you always ready to give up. Uh oh, I'm gonna work this one. Come on, glory to God, because every you always ready to give up. You always ready to give up. Things go your way. You always ready to give up. Things don't look like how you want to look. You always ready to give up. Oh my God, Hallelujah! Because that that's childish ways. You ever hear a child like, I just ain't gonna do it no more. I'm tired. And you just, then you just, that's what, that's what you doing. Come on. As soon as something gets hard, you don't want to do it no more. I'm gonna go ahead and raise my hand because y'all looking funny at me. Come on, glory to God. It's some things. Come on, hallelujah. Not with everything, but there's some areas in my life where they don't start looking the way I want to look. I don't deal with that no more. I don't care no more. I done gave up. I don't want to do it no more. Come on. And the Lord is saying it's time for us to grow up. Come on, say, God, I'm growing up. God, I'm growing up. There's a childish ways. Come on, hallelujah. Because when you become an adult, you understand that some things are tough. You understand there's a process. You understand there's a journey. You understand that it takes something. Come on, to build. You understand, my, my apostle always say, Rome was never built overnight. Rome wasn't built overnight. It took some time to build brick by brick. It took 
took strength. Come on, glory to God. It took teamwork. Come on, hallelujah. It took pressing in to be able to build the thing. It's not anything you're building in your life. It's never going to take just one thing and it's good. That's why I'm going to go back to relationship. That's why some of you have a hard time with relationship. Because if it don't work out, you know, in a week, I'm gone. Dealing with that no more. <laughs> I ain't dealing with that no more. Come on, I'm about to get off of y'all in a minute. Amen. Glory to God. But Abraham, Abraham came out of Egypt. He and his wife and all that he had and lot and him and they 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 came on and says and Abraham was very rich in cattle and silver and in gold. So I'm telling you, God allowed him to come out of this place even with, you know, with an abundance. Come on, say, God, I thank you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God, God allowed him to come out of this place of an abundance. Amen. Somebody should have gave God a praise for real. So I'm talking about out of his immaturity. Come on, hallelujah. And all his immature choices, God still allowed him to come out with abundance, huh? Hallelujah, God. Glory to God. You know, because it's the holidays right now. You know, sometimes people make real bad choices during the holidays. I'm talking about spend all their money, money they ain't got. Come on, y'all. So we talking about childish decisions. Look, I, I grew up, I ain't trying to tell on my family or nothing, but I'm talking about I grew up with people that would take out loans. Okay, so y'all know what I'm saying too. Okay, man, I thought I was by myself. Hey, man, it was serious, okay? They would take out loans just to buy Christmas gifts. Now, y'all. Yeah, buy a tag, try to follow it as early as they can. You know, I'm going to pay you back on my taxes. Let me go ahead and get that extra money for the holiday. Come on, y'all, we're going to wait till this things. You got to wrap them kids up a gift, honey, wrap them up one gift. Yeah, I was just talking, she got caught up. I said, sure, no, that might be cop Christmas. <laughs> you playing with me. Listen. That might be all she get. That's where I'm at. <laughs> I said, I'm going to wrap that up and put that under the tree. Merry Christmas. That thing I'm going to spend on my money? I'm going to do that. Come on, we, we, we mature now. We're growing. Come on. We're putting away a lot of those childish ways. In Jesus' name. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I looked at something she wanted. I said, ooh, that's $500. I said, nah, let's think about this thing real good. Your child loses stuff. She don't know where nothing at. You would buy her a $500 gift that she would lose? Possibly? Them kids by February, ain't gonna, they ain't even 
done spent all that money on something. February, the brother Warren, the, the key, the, the toys at the back of the closet somewhere. They don't even know where they at. You tell me where that toy I got for you. And we're taking our love. Y'all, we, no, we, no, we go, no. Come on, somebody. We ain't, we, we not doing it ourselves. Come on. Jesus, hallelujah. Amen, saints. We, we got to show, we know it's different ways of showing love. I love him. I got to buy, I got to buy him tennis shoes and this and that and there's nothing wrong with showing people you love because some people love gifts some people that's their way of you know expressing love or receiving love they love gifts but i don't know why i'm on this but y'all we're not gonna we're not gonna put ourselves in no debt trying to show love y'all know i done said it before if you don't know i love you by now you would never 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 know come on glory to god who's saying that marvin gay somebody you don't know that as much as the love and support and encouragement and all these things I do, and you you go predicate love on a Christmas gift. Jesus, come on, say Lord, help us today, God, help us. Hallelujah. So even as we're, we're walking into these places, see, God will, but, but I, I thank God because he allowed him to still walk away with riches. Abram was very rich in cattle and silver and in gold. And I'm going to make one comment about this and I'm going to move on. And so even when I was looking up the root of, of the word rich, it's said to be heavy and, and, and it's said to be abundance, but it also talked about being heavy. It's almost like sorrowful. And I say, God, you know, I mean, we know the word says that to whom much is given, what? Much is required. Because the more riches you have, the more responsibility comes with it. The more riches you have, more people come, right? What does money do? It draw people. Get a lot of money. Now you get a lot of money, I promise you have an entourage. Honey. You come in here and be about, you about 10 people. We walk along with you like, who is these people? My friends, come on. You, you have a whole entourage of people. Come on, get money and, and see what money do. Some of y'all like, Lord, try me, Jesus. Try me, Lord. <laughs> let, me, let me show you what to do with it. Come on. But, but when you get money, it comes with stuff. It comes with people. It comes with, and I get, you should do for me. You know, it's all these things. It can be burdensome. To be rich. Come on, some of y'all know you get a check once a year or something, and something everybody come running for you. So imagine being a rich, being rich, having millions. I mean, right? You don't know who for you. You don't know these people with you because they just want your money or they really love you. And so you find a lot of people that are wealthy. A lot of people be alone. They'll be alone. That's why you find people that are wealthy even committing suicide. Money is not the answer. It comes with so much. Hallelujah. So we have to be careful. You said that yesterday. We have to be careful what we ask for. 
<laughs> because we can ask for something. It's like, are you really ready to handle what would come with what you're asking for? Amen. I just say, God, let me be wealthy. Just let me be, let, let me be successful, God. Just let me be wealthy, God. Let me get up every day and got to worry about what I got to pay or nothing like that. I, I, God, that's all I need. I don't even need to be rich. I don't even need to be filthy rich. And I'm just, I don't even need all that, God. You know what I'm saying? It's all I need is God. I just want to be wealthy. I want to be able to give to people when I want to give to them. God, I want to be able to to have something for my children. God, I want to leave them with something. I want them to have a good start in life. Y'all ain't y'all ain't hearing me today. I, I want them to have good starts in life. I, I I want them glory to God, not to have to struggle with the things I had to struggle with. Glory to God. And so it comes with something. We can sit around, oh, God, I wish I had this. I wish I had that. Just, just, just say, God, I thank you for what you have in store for me. You are thanking for what you got in store for me, God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But I'm not going to be worried at this place in my life. If y'all waking up at night worrying about bills, you better say, God, you better stand to your feet. And you better say, God, you provide all my needs. I'm going to lay down and I'm going to bed. Come on. But God, everything I need, you going to provide it. Glory to God. Everything we got to God. Hallelujah. You going to provide it for me. Glory to God. You're going to make a way for me. Hallelujah. And I always say, puff up your pillow and then go to bed. Come on, honey. Come on. Come on and go back to sleep. Come on, instead of le letting yourself be up all night worried about this stuff. Even in his bad decisions. I'm going to move on. But, but the enemy will make you feel like because the decisions you made, God won't bless you. Can we talk about that? I want to expose the devil, amen, because he keeps us stuck in not really believing God for the fullness. Oh, because you messed up, God ain't going to heal your body. Oh, because you didn't make good decisions, God ain't going to bless you with the business. God ain't going to bless you with that. God ain't going to do that. You lie, devil. Come on, hallelujah. Because even in this place, that God still allowed Abram to walk out with the blessing. Because above all things, God want us to prosper. Be in good health, even as our soul prosper. Come on, hallelujah. Above all things, come on, hallelujah. And the word prosper means to be well with you. He wants it to be well with you. Hallelujah. Above all things, come on, say above all things, God. You want it to be well with me. Hallelujah. That means every part of my life, everything about me, God wanted to be well with me. That's what God wants for you. Hallelujah. God helping us. He giving us a different understanding of what love really is. Amen. Hallelujah. And what his love, what it really means. Amen. Because God understands that we, the more we fall in love with him, the more we will change. The, the more we will make different choices. Y'all hearing me? The more we'll be like Abram. We come out of the place making different choices. Amen. I ain't gonna hold y'all long. Let's go. And it says that he went on his journeys from the south 
even to Bethel, unto the place where his tent had been at the beginning, unto Bethel and Hai. And so what happened is that he went back to the same place. Come on, somebody say he went on back. Amen. He went back to the place from the beginning, where he was in the beginning. Right before he had made them choices to go off the go Egypt, and it was a famine. He went off to Egypt and all of that. Now, after all that was done, you went back to where to get it. Before he made bad choices. Say hallelujah, God. Before you made bad choices, God said, I'm going to take you back to that place. Say different me. Different me. But God took him to the same place. Come on, because we ain't going back to who we used to be. Lord Jesus, no. Lord have mercy, no. No, no people in your life can't handle you going back to who you used to be. You can't handle going back to who you used to be. I had El just laughing yesterday. I said, listen, I said, what people don't understand is who you are in Christ. They need to leave you there. Because I said, I, listen, I don't know who I am. I, you, you, you really are not want me outside of Christ. Like the patience and loving and forgiving and compassionate, you know, all that. See, all that stuff is in Christ. Sister Mary, they may mess around and get me outside of Christ, and I don't know who you might they you might not want that person. You don't want that person. <laughs> Let's you, you don't want that person. Come on, hallelujah. Come on, Dickens. That person slash tires. You don't want that person. The person in Christ will forgive you. I might cut you. I might cut you. So let me outside of Christ. I don't know what you might get. I don't know what you might get. Come on. outside of that so he we, he was changed he didn't go back to this old him but God did take him back to the beginning he took him back to that place where he knew who, where he met God at God wants to take you back to that place he don't want you to change Back to that old you, but he do want you to go back to that place. That place where you met him. That place that you would talk to God, you would pray all day. That place where you had faith and you would believe God for anything. It's too many people are part of this ministry in this church as a whole, the body that got too much faith. It should be a move. But your faith is not like it was before. Oh my God. Your faith is not like it was before. You, you don't believe in God like you used to believe God. God is like, I want to take you back to the beginning. 
believe him for anything. Now you let the phone bill scare you. You scared over a phone bill. You used to believe God for anything. Now you scared by T-Mobile. <laughs> Mother God said, help me. That's <laughs> it. I want to take you back to that place. Abram went back. He went back. Come on, hallelujah. He went back to the beginning. And it says, unto the place of the altar, which he had made there at the first. And then Abram called on the name of the Lord. That first place he had made the altar, he went right back there. He began to call on the Lord. Because he knew he had heard God there. Where, where did God meet you at? Where did God used to meet you at? You got to go back to that. He said he went back to that first place. Because he said, God, I done made all kind of decisions. I done passed my wife off as my sister. I'm just doing all kinds of stuff. I done went off to Egypt. I wasn't even supposed to go there. Then got myself in a place of bondage I shouldn't even be in. God didn't even tell me to go there. Now I got myself in bondage. Hallelujah. So what he had to do is get back to that place that he first met God at. Come on, hallelujah. The place where God gave you the first, the revelation where God spoke. Maybe it is a place where you prayed. Maybe it is a place where, you know, you used to be in a, we used to worship and sing. You know, where is, it, where is that place? When you will go and read your word. When you would go and do and help people. Woman of God came the other day, uh, yesterday for her birthday, come and help with the giveaway. She talked about how it's such, it was such a blessing on her birthday. It was a great gift to her. God gave her a gift. I told her, I said, God going to bless you. Because some people, they don't, honey, my birthday, I ain't have even doing no. She said, I'm coming and I'm going to get some. And God gave, she said, at the end of the day, she said, I felt so full. It was the best birthday I have had. Like, it was so fulfilling to her because God gave her something. It wasn't even about what people gave her. It was what God, y'all better, y'all better catch this thing. Y'all looking funny at me because it was about what God gave to her. Hallelujah. It wasn't even about what people gave. You got to go back to that place. And look at verse five and six. It says, and Lot also went with Abram and had flocks and herds and tents. And the land was not able to bear them that they might not dwell together for their substance were great so that they could not dwell together. Come on, what happened is that they had so much. They had so much. I'm telling you, Abram came out of this thing. He, had a, he grew up. He was ready. <laughs> they had so much 
that the land couldn't even hold it. They couldn't even, you know, be in that same place together no more. When you begin to grow and let God mature you and putting away those childish ways and God begin to change you and God begin to deliver you and bring you out of, you're not going to be able to mix with everything no more. You're not going to be able to be in that same place no more. So sometimes we're trying to worry about how to get to the next place. Just let God deliver you. Let God change you. Come on, glory to God. Because when God begin to change you, when God begin to do a work in your life, you're not going to be able to say that no more. Come on, it's not, it's not even going to be able to hold you anymore. What holding you won't be able to hold on to you no more. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're trying to hear me today. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yeah, because things are holding you. But if you allow God to change you, if you allow God to deliver you, those things won't they can't even hold you no more. Y'all see this? It says the land was not even able to bear them anymore. <laughs> it wasn't even able to bear them anymore. See, we work in one way, and God, like, if you just let me deliver you, we work in one way. I'm trying to get out of this stuff. I'm trying to get out of this. I'm trying to get out of the debt. I'm trying to get out of this right here. I'm trying to get out of it to get out. Come on. And if you just let God change you, come on, glory to God. Say, God, I'm going to work this way, God. I'm going to let you change me first. I'm going to let you deliver me first. Come on, glory to God. I'm going to let you do a work in my life. Hallelujah. Because once you allow God to do that, that stuff that you're trying to, you worrying about all night, stressing you out. You can't even focus the day at church. That stuff in your mind. Oh, Lord, you need to go do this. You know, when you, when you get home, you got to do that. And you know, next week they're going to be saying, you, you can't even barely get, oh, I got somebody today, baby. I got you today. Hallelujah. But if you will allow God to change and deliver you, come on, somebody said, what's holding me won't be able to hold me anymore. Come on, glory to God. What got a hold to me won't be able to hold me anymore. Come on, hallelujah. The land wasn't even able to hold them. Glory to God. And so what happened is it says, and there was strife between the herdmen of, of Abram's cattle and the herdmen of Lot's cattle. And the Canaanite and the Pezzanites dwell then in the land. So what happened is that even when all of this began to happen, it began to grow. It began to, it was strife. <laughs> it was fighting. They was mad at one another. Because it was time, it was time for them to go. It was so much strife. Come on, glory to God. You know, you would think that they was all doing the same thing. We cattle men, we cattle men, we herd men, we herd men. We doing the same job. Why are we in here fussing and fighting with one another? Come on, y'all. If we all here doing the same purpose, why would we be fighting one another? Right, go to the Cain and Abel. Why are you fighting one another? 
Y'all supposed to have the same goal. Y'all supposed to be working towards the same thing. But it's just that at this point, God had allowed, it's, it's a thing called a permissive will, right? We talk about the will of God. I remember in the beginning, we're talking about being subject. Come on, what, what does it say? Submission is what? A yielding to accept a superior force or an authority or a will of a person. So when we submit to God, we are submitting to his will. We're submitting to what he has for us, what he predestined for us. Come on, what he spoke concerning our lives. That's the will of God, amen, for our lives. But sometimes what happens is like Abram bringing Lot, God will allow certain things. Somebody say, God will allow certain things. Amen. He will allow. Amen. It's called the permissive will of God. And the permissive will is that God will grant, is granted by God to satisfy the desire in the hearts of the believer. So if you want it, like, God, I just, God, please, please. Even it ain't your will, please. <laughs> and God be like, okay, go ahead. Fine. Take it, do it. Right? Then after you do it, after a while, you go feel, come on, you you go know that that was not, come on, you go feel that. Mm -hmm. Amen, y'all. It says somebody comes with something. Come on, hallelujah. That's why I be like, God, just give me the will. Because I just let me be in your will. Just let me be in your will. Because it's some things God I may want, but if God, if you don't want that thing for me, I don't want it because God, you can give it to me and then I get it and it's a hot mess. Come on. And there's all kind of craziness and fighting and, you know, turmoil. It's not even so much about the fight on the outside. It's the fight, somebody say, on the inside. It's about the fight on the inside. I can't take that. I don't want that. Because when you're doing the will of God, there's a place of peace that comes with that. Hallelujah. That's for somebody, amen. That was for somebody because want something so bad. There you go dragging lot because you want a lot so bad. Uh-oh, I move on. I got y'all real good today. But I move on, amen. Because some of y'all got lot by the hand. You the drag lot everywhere you go. I want a lot to come with me. I want a lot to come with me. I want Lot to come over here with me. And God, like, I'm calling you there. Okay, I'm bringing Lot with me. God, like, I'm calling you higher. Okay, I'm bringing Lot with me. Oh, my God. You, because for a lot of y'all, it's your past. You just drag your past right along with you everywhere you go. There y'all go. Push it through the door. You and your past. I'm going to raise my hand. Because I say, God, by the end of December, it's some things my past. I'm not dragging. I'm not dragging it through the doors with me. Come on, woman of God. Come on, open the truly doors. Hallelujah. Truly doors for our lives to be dragging our past. Come on, hallelujah. And dragging it through the door where God has taken us. Here we go with our past and our past experiences and past disappointments and past hurts and 
people of our past and all this stuff that we're just dragging along. Come on, somebody say it by faith. God, I'm not bringing my past with me. In this season of my life, in the doors that you open, I'm not bringing my past with me. Hallelujah. I'm not bringing my past with me. Jesus. He brought Lot along with him where God was taking him. I understand you learn, you know, God, the things that I learned in my past, you learn it. it you know, me and Elder was talking about this last night too. I said, things that we go through in our life, it's for us to, God is trying to teach us something. Talking about it when, um, thinking that's Newkirk too. And I was talking about how God, we go through things so God can teach us lessons. God can teach us. Come on, glory to God. And I, I always remember what apostle used to, my apostle always would say. He said, sometimes you got to, you got to eat the meat and throw away the bone. The meat is the, the, the substance of what you got from what you went through. Maybe it's, you know, I'm going to spend my money better. I'm going to learn how to be a better saver. You know, I'm going to let God lead me more. You know, whatever that meat, but then the bad the experience, which is the bone, Throw that stuff away. But we got the meat, we got the bone, we got all this stuff carrying around with us. We throw that stuff away. Come on, somebody, this is my face. Say, God, I'm throwing that stuff away. Come on. Say, God, I'm just throwing that stuff away. Come on, hallelujah. Glory to God. What you taught me, I'm going to hold on to that. That other stuff, I'm throwing it away. I can't bring a lot along with me. So it got to the point where it was just strife. They was out there. They was fussing and fighting and carrying on. Come on. Glory to God. Yeah, we got to allow God, you know, this, even like I said, the strife of what's going on on the inside of us. <laughs> I'm going to go back to money because. I told somebody before, I said, you know, once you went through hard times with money and then God began to bless you, anytime you feel like it about to look like that, right? You feel like your money about to get low, you get all Mad at people, fussing at people, going off on the children, hollering at the dog, hollering at everybody. You know, you mad at everybody in the world. That was two dollars. You ain't messing about two dollars. You know, you just mad now about two dollars. You know, you just it, it just it just it, it because you like God. I don't want to go back. Listen, you're not gonna go back. You got to throw away that old stuff. You're not going to go back to that place. You're not going to go back to not having a place to live. You're not going to go back to, you know, going back to those hard places that you done came out of. You got to let that stuff go so that you can trust God for your next. 
don't be afraid to go and get a new place to live. I don't know why I'm on this, but don't be afraid to go and for a new place to live because you you you're still caught up on what happened one time before when you didn't make it and you couldn't pay your bills or it got hard or whatever. You're so caught up on that that you won't even trust God for your next. If God say buy a house, buy it. If God say move, move. If God say he got something greater, walk in it. Trust him. He's not going to fail you. So it was it was so much strife there that God, he told him, he said, y'all got to separate. So one went one way, one went the other. Lot went somewhere else. And, and Abram, God blessed the way it was. I want you to go to verse 14. It says, and the Lord said unto Abram, after that lot was separated from him, he said, lift up thine eyes and look from the place where thou art north, northward, southward, eastward, and westward. For all the land which thou seest to thee will I give it and to thy seat forever. So look at this. After God separated them, Abram didn't even have to go nowhere. It says when the Lord, he said, after he was separated from him, he told him, look, lift up thine eyes. What God wanted him to see, the provision and everything that God had for him, Abraham didn't even have to go nowhere different. He was in the right place. Y'all see that? He was in the right place. So all the Lord told him to do was look up. <laughs> he didn't even move him nowhere else. God is saying you are in the right place. You're just not looking up. You're in the right place. You're just not seeing it. You're, you're in the right place. Your eyes just not looking in the right place. Come on, glory to God. He's like, I'm not even telling you to go. So he said, but you got to see this thing. He looked up and God showed him north, south, east, west, all around him, all the land that was around him. And the Lord, he said, what you see it, he said, I will give it. What you see, I give it. Come on, that's why we growing up. Come on, because what you see, I give it. Come on, hallelujah. That's why you mature because God said if you spend seven, oh, hallelujah. God. Ah, if you can see it. I'm gonna give you a minute on that one. Come on, hallelujah. I want you to I, I want you to in this moment, I want you to begin to see it. I want you to begin to change what you see it. Come on. If you can just see it. You got to see your way out of that. You got minister darling, you got to see yourself heal running around and doing and traveling and Jumping on planes and going and being that national evangelist that God called you to be. Come on, glory to God. You need to see Hallelujah. You need to see it. Come on, Brother Warren. I need you to see it. I need you to put it on all the stuff. And I need you to see this thing. I see my life full. I see my life blessed. I see I, I see the place. I see my bank account. God, I see what you're doing. You're healing my family. God, I see it. 
To thee will I give it. <laughs> what he said, the land, all the land, it was a lot to even see. I said, God, I don't even, I don't even think Abram was able to even see all the land. Right? If I tell you to look, even if I got you up and you looking, I mean, it's hard to see all the land. But God allowed him to see so much. God would allow you to see beyond your own limits. Beyond others. Come on, y'all. Stop letting people put their fear on you. I talked about this last week. Sometimes the last time I preached is that sometimes our own fears, people put their fears on you. And then you stop believing. You can't even see it. I don't think I would do that. That's, ooh, that's not something I would do. It don't matter because it's not you. Remember I was telling y'all about Kai and how she wanted to get her hair dyed. I was like, ooh, I, that ain't nothing I would do. And the Lord stopped me. He said, you not her. She not you. That's your child. But that's not you. Stop putting what your fear or your, you know, I ain't that, I ain't that, I ain't that confident enough to have my hair all kind of colors. But she is. And if you put that on her, then she'll live based off of your fears. Y'all hearing me today? So we have to be careful. Hallelujah. Not only don't put your fears on other people. And don't let nobody put their fears on you. If you want to go back to school, go back to school. Right. Thank you. You already saw yourself doing it. You already have saw yourself. Come on, hallelujah. Completing that thing. You have seen yourself doing So don't matter what somebody else say or what somebody else feel or what somebody, come on, glory to God. You ought to say, God, what are you allowing me to see, God? You say you're going to do it. I give it to you. See yourself with your own place. See yourself with the car you desire. See yourself walking in the things of God. See yourself doing the career. See yourself. Come on, you've got to see it. Hallelujah. God told him, he said, go back to that place. And he told him, he said, I give it to thee and that seed. Come on, God, forever. Forever. I wrote this down. I said, get up. Stay up. Show up. But don't give up. That's what the Lord told me. He said, get up. Pastor Ivan preached a, preached a word to us a couple of weeks ago about awake. He said, it's time to wake up. 
it time for the believers to wake up. God say, get up. But you got to stay up. Show up. I'm up, but God, I'm going to show up every single day. I'm going to show up. And he said, show up. And he said, but don't you give up. Don't give up in this place. Come on, y'all. God began to reveal this thing to him. God will reveal these things to you. You can't see it until God reveal it. I'm telling you, hallelujah. Come on and stand to your feet. Amen. Hallelujah. God, God, was, God was revealing the place even of joy to Abram. Because Abram still didn't give up. Regardless, he didn't give up. So I pray that this word has blessed you on today. God, it's some things, God. First of all, I, God, I'm just going to grow up. So old childish ways, the way I've been handling things, the way I've been handling my life. Come on, my emotions. Come on, glory to God. Being obsessed about stuff, y'all. We that's, that's childish. Come on. Childish ways is being obsessed about stuff and people. You know, when you was in love when you was young, you know how that is. You right, and I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. You know, like you so just so obsessed with that that you can't do nothing else. Your mama got to tell you, hang on that phone, get out, do get because you you can't even think what you're supposed to do. You teach children, that's why I'm looking at you. Like, put that phone out, get over there, come from over there, get your work done. We're doing, you know, you gotta get, but God is saying, come on, y'all, we gotta get to the place we got to grow up. You can't handle relationships the same. You can't handle the desire for love the same. Come on, you gotta get your love to God. You feel me, God, you give me what I need. I trust you. I got too much responsibility. I got too many things to do. I got too many places to go. So I got to grow up on how I'm handling this stuff. And you got to, what I'm talking about, look up and put your eyes in the right place. Put your eyes on the right thing. Put your eyes in the right place. Hallelujah. What you see, the Lord said, I give it to you. So I pray that you've been blessed. Come on and give God a hand clap today for his word. Hallelujah. God, glory to God. Hallelujah. Jesus, God, we thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, we thank you. We haven't seen it, God. We were overlooking it, but God, now we see it. Come on, just take a minute. God, I see myself. I see myself free. I see myself whole. I see myself healed. Mm -hmm. I see myself in joy. In this season, I'm talking about in this season right here, I know people, you know, they get 
when it comes down to the holidays, sometimes it can be hard because you're dealing with a lot of things and grief and missing loved ones and different things. But God, I see myself enjoy this month. Don't see yourself depressed. Don't see yourself sad. Come on, God, I see myself enjoy. I see myself healed. I see myself at peace. Y'all hear me? I see myself whole. I see myself healed. I see myself at peace. I see myself in joy. Hallelujah. I bless the name of the Lord. I, I tell you, I preach hard because I try. I'm, I'm gonna go as hard as I can, as long as I can, because I mean Christ for real. And nobody else go hard for you. You better know your pastor gonna go hard for you. Hallelujah. I go hard. I hallelujah. Because I want you to be the best version of you. I want you to have everything that God has promised you. I want you to come out of these places that you're in so you can walk in the freedom. Come on, God said that we shall have life and have it what? More abundantly. Amen. God wants us to have an abundant life. Hallelujah. God wants us to be blessed. God wants us when we walk in the room that things begin to shift and move. Amen. Because we're there. Hallelujah. God wants that for us. He wants for us to keep our enemies up under our feet. Not in our ear, not in our face, but under our feet. Hallelujah. Thanks for tuning in and please make sure to visit us at churchoffilla.com for more podcasts and ways to connect with us on social to like, subscribe, follow, and share content as it comes along. Special thanks to those who give in so many ways to this ministry. We could not do any of this without you. And if you want to give or be a part, visit churchoffilla.com forward slash give for more information. Thanks so much for listening. God bless.